Hey, it's Friday, June 17, 2022. The U.S. Justice Department plans to address marijuana issues in the days ahead. Pennsylvania allows vaping products back on shelves. Oklahoma indicts attorneys for faking 400 marijuana licenses in the state. And more. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland has issued a response to a question asked by a senator regarding marijuana regulation. The question was, does the Justice Department plan to update and reissue the Cole and Wilkinson memos? Those memos he referenced had offered guidance for federal prosecutors in states where marijuana had been legalized. The Attorney General did not directly answer the question. First, he reiterated his point of view by saying, Enforcement resources are not put to their best use prosecuting nonviolent, low-level marijuana offenses, even in jurisdictions where marijuana use remains illegal. With respect to those jurisdictions where marijuana use and sales are lawfully regulated, there's even greater reason to conserve prosecutorial resources so that we can focus our attention on violent crimes and other crimes that cause societal harm and endanger our communities. So Garland's words here are his personal perspective that he does not think that they should be prosecuted, but it's not actual government guidance. As for an official stance by the Department of Justice, Garland went on to write, The department is examining a range of issues that relate to marijuana and its production, sale, and use, and we intend to address these issues in the days ahead. So all he's really saying here is that they're working on it. There's no actual guidance or concrete indication of when that will come. And while it's frustrating to not get a clear answer, it's good to know that they are planning to address the issue very soon. A messy, ongoing investigation into cannabis cultivators in Oklahoma has gotten even messier. It started out with one raid on a cannabis farm last year, and now more than 400 cultivators will probably be losing their businesses, along with a pair of attorneys who allegedly spearheaded the scheme, and they're now facing pretty big legal charges. Last April, the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics conducted two raids on cannabis farms that led to the arrest of Jiaquin Chen, Di Shu Feng, Dao Feng, Zui Li Feng, and a woman named Kathleen Windler, who has since admitted to being a so-called ghost owner of their business. Oklahoma cannabis regulations stipulate that a cannabis license must be held by a resident of the state. If partners are involved, there must be no less than 75% of the partnership owned by the resident of Oklahoma. After her arrest, Kathleen Windler filed her own lawsuit against her former employers, the Jones-Brown Law Firm. Ms. Windler's lawsuit alleges that she was deceived into ownership of shell businesses and received false legal counsel for medical marijuana grow operations, and because of this, faced felony charges. Now, after a year-long investigation, the Oklahoma Attorney General's announced the indictment of Ms. Windler's former employers, Jones-Brown Law Firm, specifically two attorneys and the co-founders, Logan Jones and Eric Brown. The pair are accused of representing more than 400 fraudulently obtained cannabis grow licenses, where they're listed as 75% owners. The felony charges include conspiracy, false or forged records, and a pattern of criminal offenses. Kathleen Windler alleged that her former employers would have clients sign a so-called consulting agreement and pay $3,000 per license per year. 
In turn, the law firm would provide the name of a representative to serve as an Oklahoma resident for their license to meet the residency requirements, but they would not actually be involved with the business. Since the indictment against the two attorneys has just been issued, there's no word yet on what's become of the 400-plus businesses that were involved in the investigation. It's not clear if they've already been shut down or if that's in process now. In any event, that's 400 less cultivators that the legitimate legal cannabis growers in the state of Oklahoma need to compete with. And that's a good thing. In February of this year, the Pennsylvania Department of Health recalled all types of vaping products from more than 150 dispensaries in the state's medical marijuana program. A Commonwealth Court judge on Wednesday ruled that Pennsylvania medical marijuana companies may now resume selling those vaping products. After the February recall, some of the vaping vendors formed a group called Medical Marijuana Access and Patient Safety to fight the recall. They said that the regulators exceeded their authority and that the recall was based on an invalid regulation and did not go through proper channels. The Pennsylvania Cannabis Coalition issued a press release which claimed that the Pennsylvania Department of Health could not find a single example of any person who'd been harmed during the state's medical program for five years. Attorney Judith Castle, who represented the vaping vendor plaintiff, said, We are thrilled about this decision. Vaping products should be back on the shelves any day now. A recent study revealed that enrollment in medical marijuana programs has quadrupled over the four years between 2016 and 2020. The years-long research, done at the University of Michigan, looked at medical marijuana enrollment trends and how they changed as legalization laws changed with the states. They also looked at the reasons that people gave for applying for it. Their conclusion was that the state policies have dramatic effects on how many people might be using cannabis for medical purposes. For example, in Oklahoma, there was more than a huge jump in patient enrollment. The study found that 1 in 10 residents of the states are medical marijuana patients, which is a record high number. Oklahoma is a state where they have no specific qualifying medical conditions. They just need a doctor to deem it reasonable. Because there are no tight limitations like in other states, they have a very high enrollment. Dr. Byron Adenoff, a drug addiction research doctor and president of Doctors for Cannabis Regulation, said that like many doctors, he was hesitant for a long time about prescribing medical cannabis. But his views have changed as information like this becomes available. He said, I didn't really buy into it. But, you know, after you talk to several hundred people who've benefited from it, you start to think maybe there's something to it. Hopefully it will get organized medicine and physicians individually to pay increasing attention to the issue. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on the mnewsnow.com. Later. <laughs>